What's up, everybody? Welcome to Long Time Ago Radio, a conversational podcast about Star Wars and the official podcast of a StarWarsPodcast.com. I'm your host, Joshua Lovely, and I'm joined by my by half of my favorite fans in the galaxy. It's just Alex here today. Hello. Well, you broke up a little bit. <laughs> oh, oh, hello? You're there. There you're we go. F- Sorry, my, the Holonet's kind of uh, yeah. acting, acting up today. Acting up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how you doing? Good, good. Um, cool. Been trying to finish the last Aftermath book. I, I had it sitting on our bookshelf for a few weeks, and I got back into it, so... Nice. I've been doing some reading. So you're on the second or the third? I'm on the third. I'm on Empire's End, which it's, nice. it's talking about Jakku and all that. So, oh nice. While I don't have the any you know any of the the, the Battlefront video games, I right. think it's gonna be worth once I finish reading this book to watch the cutscenes from the the story version. With you, uh, you might as well. I need to go beat that game. I never beat it. Well, like I I honestly will probably never play it just because again we have a Wii. And you're never gonna play Battlefront yeah. on a Wii, no. but I'd love to see since that takes place, or at least I believe part of it takes place on, during the Battle of Jakku. I'd love to see the same thing hit from multiple, yeah. you know. I think the points. around the end of the game is the Battle of Jakku. And it's funny because the Battle of Jakku they reference it in uh, Hyperspace Mountain at Disneyland. Do they? They do. So the whole thing is that there's been uh, an Imperial sighting at you know this place, and you're going with the 77th Squadron to to Jakku to you know see what's up and then the whole the whole battle kind of happened so I'm curious to see if they refer to the 77th squadron in this book or anywhere else hmm. yeah the only other piece of media I know of that references the battle of Jakku is lost stars and then because that's like the, <laughs> Once the climax, an episode people the climax of the book is the battle of Jakku oh really yeah hmm. um and then and the and the and the crashed star destroyer in Force Awakens is the like that you, you that happens in the book. Uh, what else? There's another book. Oh, uh, Legends of Luke Skywalker. There's like the aftermath of the Battle of Jakku because he's mm-hmm. there. Um, and I mean, I, that, it's yeah. interesting just seeing what's led what's leading up to this whole Battle of Jakku and like the last stand of the Empire. Yeah, you know, it maybe had they not done so many different types of media for it already, this would have been a fun movie. Like, yeah, uh, like Return of the Jedi, what, like two and a half or something. It's like, the, it's like, like a central focal point that it, like we never got to see. It really is enough. It's, it's a big transition point from the old to the new. Yeah. So I'd love to see. Who knows? Maybe at some point they'll give us a Rogue One type of that. I mean, like. We've seen a lot around it, but I don't know if there's still more to be seen. I don't know if they will. Like, I don't know. I I feel like uh, it's been enough of it's been told through so many different. Yeah. It's like two books, a video game, and like, well, you know, whatever else it shows up in. I think I think we kind of know what happened. Like, like you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel- there's and there's other stuff I'd like to see. Oh yeah, there, there's lots more. Yeah, but. uh yeah, so just doing some reading. Just doing some reading, uh, getting ready for San Diego Comic Con. Now we're nice. about a month away, but there's a Wait, lot what, of things. What are the dates for that? Uh, I have off the top of my head, I don't know. Let's look it up. Okay. I might be going. I'm not totally sure. San Diego Comic Con. It is July 18th is preview night. July, July 19th through the 22nd is the convention itself. Nice. Okay. So I I'll, I will be I, there for all five days. 
I had heard the new com- the company I work for goes to a lot of conventions, mm-hmm. and I had heard that like lots of people from the marketing team, which I'm a part of, go to a lot of these conventions. And they, somebody had mentioned like you're probably gonna go to, you know, Comic Con, but I don't know if that's actually happening. Tell them, but, hey, you know, you got to report for not only your company but long time yeah. radio. <laughs> I would, I you know, I haven't been to Comic Con in man five six years long time (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's and it's changing a lot too i kind of hate it but i kind of want to go i haven't been in so long i'd like to see how different it is it's fun we've we've gone on and off for the past few years and it's yeah it's the experience is different every time because the first time it was just me and i got to go for a few days and i missed out on a lot and then two years ago uh me and my wife both went but she was only able to go for a day so she's only seen it for a day this will be the first time we'll be able to uh, she go on Saturday? She, we had Thursday and Sunday tickets. Oh, so the <laughs> so <laughs> she funny. went Thursday, which you know it was fun. It wasn't too many people. Well, there was a lot of people, <laughs> right? But it was one of the calmer days. This year we have every day, so I mean we're gonna hit it hard. Nice. Enjoy the convention. Go see panels. Stay I'm hoping, hydrated. Definitely. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping Star Wars has a big presence there. I mean they always have their Lucasfilm Pavilion area. They kind of um, usually do, yeah. But I'm curious to see what they'll bring. You know, Solo's already out. The next movie doesn't come out I, for a I think while. They're gonna be pretty quiet until. Uh, I'm hoping celebration. it's what is it? Resistance. Resistance is this year. I'm hoping they do Resistance. I'd love a panel. Uh, yeah, that would be pretty cool. For, I mean, listeners who aren't aware, Star Wars Resistance is the next animated show that's supposed to premiere in the fall. And uh, yeah, I I actually wouldn't be surprised if they had like a teaser or something. I'd love a panel. I mean, they did that for Rebels years ago at WonderCon. It was, I, I want to say, maybe six months before the show was going to premiere. And right. Dave Filoni was there, and they had a few other people. And they you know, they showed us concept art. Uh, they played the opening song. I mean, that would be a really good introduction. And then, who knows, maybe even decorate half of their booth to look like that or, or hmm. something. They could do something. I'm hoping yeah. they do. I know they, like, in years past, when I had gone to Comic-Con, they had, like, a Star Wars panel that was like an hour and a half long and they had just everything like updates on everything that was going on in the world of star wars and all that um was that in hall h yes yeah uh and i remember getting the i caught the tail end of it one year waiting for something i don't remember what movie we were trying to watch it might have been before like when scott pilgrim was coming out oh yeah (laughs) um because we did get in the hall h for that but uh, yeah, I I, I kind of want to go, but I I am going to uh, San Francisco Comic Con this weekend for a day in Oakland, right? Yeah, in yeah, Oakland. Yeah, San Francisco Comic Con uh, in Oakland. Which it might actually be better that way because it's probably going to be uh, you know, it'll it'll be a little better because it'll be bigger. Do you mind if I ask? I know this is aside from Star Wars, but I mean, there's right. Star Wars represented in all these conventions. Yeah. Um, the new San Francisco Comic Con. You know that was created after WonderCon left for uh, Anaheim and Los Angeles. How does that? How does a new one compare to Silicon Valley Comic Con? I well, last year San Francisco Comic Con kind of sucked. It was super small. Mm. Um, it was fun because I was there with a lot of people, and you know we did stuff outside of the convention also. Mm-hmm. Um, like we got drinks and just hung out and all that. So that I mean that was fun, but. You know, I usually am on the prowl for like very specific things at these conventions, and and 
normally it's like, okay, where are the video game? Like, where are the three booths that have video <laughs> games, and which one of them has a Star Wars game that I don't have? You know, so it's like, I I'll skim booths and be like, okay, just keep moving. I'm like, they don't have they don't have the thing I'm after. Yeah. You know? Um. So the bigger conventions are usually better for that because there's more there. Uh, but there was literally zero last year when I oh. went to San Francisco. I, there was not a single video game in sight. Uh, so that was really disappointing. Um, uh, Silicon Valley, there was actually one or two. Um, but it sucked because you would find... I would find people that had video games, and you either... You couldn't get anything in just okay condition. It was either beat to... <laughs> Like the like it was someone ran it over with a car. Some you know, dog like chewed the on case. the corner of the plastic. Yeah, it'd be like, oh, here's Battlefront Two for the original Xbox, but it's like a dog chewed on it. <laughs> the label like, only mm. says two. The yeah. Battlefront part got you know eaten. But <laughs> yeah, it's the or, game. or it's like, hey, we have, you know, Lego Force Awakens for the PS4, which I don't have, but it's wrapped and it's like almost full price. And you're like, yeah, you know, I don't need it wrapped. Like I want to actually play them, you know. So it it, it it's a it's a uh, it's a struggle for sure, but but we'll see. I'm I'm mainly go I'm going alone actually to this year San Francisco, um, and I'm mainly going because Claudia Gray, writer of Lost yeah. Stars, is there. Are you? And I want to try and get her to, to get sign that? my copy. You yeah. should definitely. Uh, hopefully she's there because I'm going on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, I think that's half the fun for these conventions. Like when we went to Star Wars Celebration, there was an artist there who had done a series of trading cards. And it was great because he was like, oh, you know what? Bring anything you want and I'll sign it. So I brought every card of his and I had him sign it. So now they're <laughs> kind of like these, the, the prize jewels in that one set because they're signed nice. by the artist himself at the convention. So those are always fun to nice. kind of get little memories. Right. Yeah, that kind of stuff's cool. I hope I hope she's there. I want to also be like, hey, you want to come on the show? <laughs> but, like, hey, uh, uh, do a quick on-site interview, thirty seconds, just you know, ask her, <laughs> ask her how yeah. she feels about you know Star Trek. If, if and she's Stargate. still, if she's still there, um, I would go a different day, but I have to, I'm going to a wedding on Saturday, so I can't, I can't yeah. go that day, and I work Friday, so I got to go Sunday. But I'm sure, it'll be fun. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Other than that, what's going on? I saw Solo again today. So and I actually liked it more the second time. time. Yeah. Uh, theater was pretty empty. Um, mm. Which, yeah, I mean, it didn't do well, uh, unfortunately. It's it's making money. Like, it's not like it totally bombed. But, yeah, it's definitely not doing as much as people had hoped. Yeah. And and I don't, I don't, and maybe it's in our news wrap up a little. I don't think it is, but I I don't know. I I feel like it's not going to do anything like to hamper like what we are getting. I think no. there were a lot of missteps along the way. Obviously, the only thing I could that I, I think it might change is any one-off movies like this. They may do less character focus and do more larger story event focus yeah i mean I, yeah although i don't remember how much rogue one did during its second weekend but I, uh it, i mean the it's in the top 10 i think domestic yeah. openings or whatever um but again that's centered around an event 
mm-hmm. like as opposed the, to a the person theft of the Death Star plans. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas this, yeah, it's it's centered around a couple of characters, but Han Solo is is the character. You know. And I think, and, I, and the only other character that I think that would well, the two characters I think they, they could be safe with would be uh, Boba Fett and Obi Wan Kenobi. Maybe even a Yoda, because I would definitely go see a Yoda movie. Um, but I think there's there's that a little bit of a concern with do you, again do we need movies based off of these characters or are there other stories we can tell? I, personally, I kind of want them to not do what they've been doing with the side stories. Now, don't get me wrong, I love them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the movies, but I just uh, you know because we have the two we have the t- the trilogy and then the the two movies from the Game of Thrones guys coming up. I kind of like that approach more. I'm like, give me a trilogy with brand new characters that go do something completely different. Yeah. You know, like I don't necessarily want, you know, I, I don't want every movie to take place in the OT trilogy, you know, kind of, which is kind of what it feels like right now. Right. And no, there's they, a larger universe yeah. out there. Yeah. And I, I, and I'm like, okay, we, we kind of just know what happened in that span of time like yeah. there's so much more time we could be playing with that and and space even that we could be playing with i think one thing that kind of bugs me is that for as much as people bagged on the prequels i would love to see more stories that take place during that yeah. time during you know the not the reign but when the jedi order had all the power in the universe really yeah you know that would that would be fun to watch what's it like like what's a movie look like that's on a planet being occupied by the trade federation mm-hmm. where you follow a bunch of like freedom fighters trying to you know get their planet back there, there's something. there's stories that they can tell they can even yeah. go you know much older but i feel like they're just afraid of I th- the prequels i think they are which they they need to not be because at this point if they're we're, oh you know let's say in the original trilogy solo again i i enjoyed the movie it's not doing as well as they thought. So at that point, it's like, well, I we mean, can't even trust that time period. I mean, it, it is, I think, technically the most expensive Star Wars movie ever made. Oh, with all the, the changes. Uh, and yeah, because they literally doubled the budget. Because uh, a four-month shoot turned into an eight-month shoot, and it literally doubled the budget. So, I mean, I think when they did that, they, re- they knew. Yeah. They're like, so. this is going to take a hit. Like there's nothing we can do, which is which might explain why there's such there's so little merchandise and so little marketing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and also just all the press leading up to it was super negative. So, I mean they they're gonna take a hit with this one. Although I will say that I most fans, I'd say people like us. I'm sure there's people out there that don't really like it, uh, but. It seemed like when I came home from the premiere, I was checking the subreddit. Everybody seemed to really like it. Yeah, most of my friends really enjoyed it. They were saying that they enjoyed this a lot more than The Last Jedi, you know, saying that, you know, this is this is the Star Wars that they wanted. But I I, I don't know. It's It's been interesting to see people go, oh, this one was great. Oh, this one was bad. It's it's just a lot of... The, the, the Force Awakens was very close to what we had gotten in the original movies and they're like oh it's the same movie and then you have the last jedi which is completely different and like oh that's too different and then they go as solo and they're like yeah they could have done a lot more sometimes it's just a lot of it's a lot of talk but yeah i i enjoyed it it was a fun movie you I, you and me are very similar in that we just kind of like all of it 
Yeah, I mean, and like, the thing is, it's not without its criticisms, but yeah. you can't go into this being like, man, that was a piece of garbage. I mean, I think Act 1 is slow. Act 1 is slow, and it does feel a little weird. It's like, it's, uh, it, it's really slow until they get to Kessel, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Like, this, the speed picks up tremendously. Um, but, yeah. But, but again, it's like, I don't know, I just kind of remind myself that a franchise with a walking bear dog and people shooting lightning out of their hands and i just turn my head off and have fun you know and again this is stuff that we never thought we'd ever get we thought yeah. star wars was done with episode three and then all of a sudden you get this revival of cartoons and then movies are announced and live action shows are announced it's well do you remember do you remember star wars detours no star wars detours was a cartoon that was uh, pitched by Seth Meyers, and it was this really crazy. Seth Meyers. Yeah, hold on. Let me. Star Wars. Wasn't Seth Mc or not Seth MacFarlane? Seth Meyers. I'm like, who is that? Give me a second. Why does that sound familiar? I'm sorry, oh, not Seth Meyers. Seth Green. Seth, Seth Green. Green. Yeah, I was I'm like, sorry. I Seth brain Meyers. Fart. What? Star Wars Detours. <laughs> it was uh, it was an unaired, an American CGI animated series based off of star wars but the animation and everything was just like it was it was bad and and if you look at what we have versus what we were going to be given i just sent you a link i'll post the video to the the trailer on our facebook page there's a big difference in what what's going to happen before and what we have now like this this is during the time when star wars was becoming less serious like robot chicken did a really good job doing the little sketches here and there but at this point, I think they were looking at doing a full show based off of that type of sketch. Uh-huh. Um, this was the Star Wars we were going to get. This is before everything else was announced with the acquisition by Disney and everything. And, and honestly, I'm very glad that Disney was able to take it over before things like this were released. I mean, from what I'm seeing here, this actually looks pretty funny. <laughs> it, it, it does, but at the same time, it's like, mm, this, isn't, this isn't what I want. Like, it'll be fun... Yeah. For a one-off, but can you imagine this as a series? It'd be a lot, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's again, it's fun in small doses. This is a, what, a three-and-a-half-minute clip, four minutes. Yeah. It's cute, but I can't imagine spending, you know, every Thursday night waiting for this to come on where Darth Vader has this crazy dark helmet, helmet and Palpatine's wearing a hula lay. Like, it's just, it's just <laughs> weird. Yeah, it, I don't know. I, I, but I am, um, I don't know about you. I'm looking forward to the break. Yes, I am too. Uh, and I know that like, I'm still, there's still going to be a cartoon later in the year and there's still comics to read and all that, but I am looking forward to a break in the movies. Like I like the year gap, mm-hmm. um, between them, but we'll, let I me, mean, we'll see. I'm confident that everything will be fine. And I think Star Wars needs some time for people to settle down with all their critiques and their issues and then we'll wait for the trailer for episode nine and then we'll get started again with the hype because right now there's a lot of that kind of negativity going on just different things and you can see which we're gonna talk about we should definitely talk about all right well i don't have anything else really to say i i mean i watched solo again that's the extent of my yeah i've I've been reading oh you know what actually we've been going to toys r us trying to find star wars toys oh my on god sale. i need to go over there i keep forgetting toys r us will be closed uh sometime this month by june 30th everything right now is 40 to 60 percent off oh. star wars toys are 50 percent off 
Whoa. So, happy hunting. All my story has I've been uh, slowly zuvios. No, 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 just just come with me. We're gonna go buy all the zuvios. We're gonna make Dude. a life-size zuvio out of Black Series zuvio. Rancho figures. zuvio. We should we gotta, do it. We gotta make it. Um, Let's do it. Yeah, I'm going. I'm actually going back to Rancho Obi Wan next month. Oh, nice. Going with uh, friend of the show, Alan. Hey oh, there, buddy. Oh, very cool. Um, and then uh, uh, my friend Juan, who's also a big Star Wars fan. They've never been, so that'll be fun. You can say hi to uh, Pablo Hidalgo for us. <laughs> I'm sorry. The... I keep saying Pablo <laughs> Hidalgo. Like, Steve like, would... Sansweet. Yeah, I was like, why would <laughs> <laughs> delete like, what, that? What would Pablo Hidalgo Here, be let's, doing there? Let's rewind they just have him over. in like a glass case, <laughs> He's just, in carbonite, just <laughs> drinking coffee, just hanging out. I don't know why I always get those two mixed up. That's so funny. I, they look I nothing alike. They look too. nothing alike, but they have like a very charming smile. Hey. Like I could sit there and just <laughs> talk to them about Star Wars and and keep That's messing funny. up their names. Yeah. And hopefully. They, Hopefully uh, Steve is there when we go because uh, we had to go kind of in a rush the first time we went, mm-hmm. but I won't have to this time. So I'd, I'd like to talk. I'd like to pick his brain a little bit. But even then, though, we saw we got we still got to talk to him for what a good 10, 15 minutes. A little, yeah. yeah. Well, we, I mean, all of us standing around, and then when we all well, splintered off, he was talking to people one on one. See if you can get an interview for the podcast. I yeah, I will do it. Just but be like, we'll give you cookies. Oh man, I should make some cookies this week. Tell him I gave him a patch last time, and he owes us now. <laughs> you he, did give him a patch. I forgot I about that. I, and yeah. I mailed him four or five patches like the week before we went. Oh, so to to just, the ranch. Yeah. Just to have in the collection, so he owes us. I, I I stupidly was like, I wonder if that veers we left on that bookshelf. Is still oh, there. <laughs> it, you got to look for it. I have a feeling it's probably not because it's been months, you know. Yeah, but, but. who goes into the library and, and looks? <clears throat> oh, in, I don't remember. Do we, I don't know if he announced this in the podcast. We had a General Veers action figure that we left in the library room of Rancho Obi Wan. Uh, we tucked it away in the corner. I, I regret not putting our podcast name on his foot or something or somewhere on it. Yeah. But if you ever find a General Veers action figure in the library, <laughs> that was us. It just reminded me of when he was like, "This is this this version of General Fears. It's worth like, what was it? Like twenty thousand dollars or something." We looked at each other. We're like, "Oh my god, go get the Fears out of the library!" Oh my god, definitely. If you're not a member yet and you want to go visit Rancho, become a member. You get a really cool package. Money goes yeah. towards a, a beautiful ranch. They have. I an actually amazing have to collection. renew my membership. If you're going to celebration, definitely do that. Uh, I am. Uh, we'll talk sh- about that in a bit. Yeah. Um, so, I know it's just us two, so we can kind of just run the show here. Uh, do we want to do the topic first, or do we want to get all the news out of the way? Um, let's do the topic first because I feel like we can talk. We can talk about it, but I don't think it should be too long of a discussion just to kind of talk about current events. There's right. been a lot of just crazy stuff from the different toy websites, from the podcasts. It's just been kind of weird, especially with Solo having come out and people, uh-huh. again, being jerks about it. Um, yeah. And then I think we can probably spend more time on the news because there's more fun stuff in the news. For sure. All right. Well, let's go. Let's go do that. Uh, folks, uh, in case you weren't aware, this is Long Time Ago Radio. And uh, whether you're from the class of 77 or Star Wars or Solo, a Star Wars story was your first Star Wars movie. You're welcome here. And now on to the topic of the show. 
So our topic of the show is going to be a little heavy. Uh, well, maybe not heavy, but um, we're going to do... We might do this once a year, honestly. Yeah. Uh, in celebration of... Actually, I, we didn't even talk about this. We've been we've been doing this podcast for a whole year now. Yeah. And it's sad that Becky couldn't be here for that, but that's crazy. Like, I, I, it feels like yesterday we started this, but it wasn't yesterday. It was a year ago. Um, yeah, so just just in celebration of that, I just wanted everybody listening, like, thank you so much for supporting. And, like, even if you – I mean, we have the Patreon people who, who've helped on the Patreon, or if you haven't, if you, like, if you told a friend or you've just showed up every week – or like sent us mail or whatever. Or if you're listening us, to us right now, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Honestly. Or you, you know, sent us a, a, a gift package or something. Like, we love you so much. Like, I, I love that we get to do. I look forward to doing this show. Like every other week, I get all pent up. Like, you can't talk about Star Wars enough, and then, <laughs> and then I get to come on here and do it and talk to, talk to you guys and and everybody who listens and it's it's awesome i love i love doing this show so yeah thank you this has been a a release for me for star wars stuff sometimes there's just so much pent up and i can only tell my wife so much because i don't want to annoy her i love her and she puts up with so much of my collection and just star wars and nerdy (laughs) obsession like we were watching the how uh the toys that made us like season two is yeah we started watching that too i love it so much it's a great show it really is if you want to know about toys netflix watch it uh, but but seriously, thank you for for listening to this show. It's it's been a fun thing to do, and we love being able to interact with you guys on our Facebook and on our Twitter. Send us an email just to say hi. Uh, it's it, this is all about fans who enjoy Star Wars, and we may not agree on everything, but it's still a mutual uh, thing that we can connect on. I mean, Alex and I can't can't even agree on who's the chosen one. And, and, we still and show this, up every week. There's this whole thing <laughs> about Gray Jedi, and just yeah. saying. But yeah, again. We may yeah. disagree on who's the chosen one. I think it's Jar Jar Binks. He thinks it's uh, Amperu. <laughs> but we still come and we talk about that stuff. And this is... <laughs> Did you... Do you ever look at the subreddit? The Star Wars subreddit? Once in a while. There was an amazing post. It was it was the picture of uh, Uncle Owen and Amperu's bodies. And it said, a picture of my aunt and uncle for 2017. I'm taking the picture. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you, good. So, real quick. One of the conventions... I forgot which convention it is. But one of the displays was the uh the lars homestead and in front of like their little i don't even know what you call it like sand igloo mm-hmm. there's two burnt skeletons on the floor and they have imperial caution tape all around it and that's the photo op oh my god i want to go there and i want to take a picture with them yeah that's an incredible yeah. photo op it I really is that. but yes thank you I, seriously thank you guys for listening to yes. us this is thank you this so much. is fun we have we you'd think it's funny whenever i tell someone i do a star wars podcast they're like how do you even sustain that oh. and i'm like you'd be surprised how vast this galaxy of fandom is cuz we have still have so many topic ideas written down that we haven't even gotten to because it seems like every other week we're like what do we want to talk about and we seem to have things that aren't even on the list and we just keep going and it's it's awesome i love that this thing is so just deep and expansive and i think we're always hoping we'll catch up but then new news comes out more star wars yeah. comes out. there's gonna be a whole star wars land that we're gonna have to explore at some point there's we're star wars cele- easter eggs right star wars celebration is coming out i mean yeah. there's just you know d23 is gonna have stuff Co- san diego comic-con will have things new york city comic-con will have there's just so much out there yeah that we are like on the and- tip of the iceberg and it's going to be fun, too, because a lot of the, like, we've only done one revisit, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we did two, and the, the the Jedi Sith ones are always broken. That one Hopefully is one day one day we'll <laughs> actually get through one of those and it won't break. Uh, but, I mean, we did the Women in Star Wars revisit, and uh, we're not planning on doing revisiting every topic every year, but I think it's going to be fun, you know, months on as things come out or, like, new movies come out to revisit some of these topics with the, you know, the new insights that we have from new pieces of canon and all that stuff um, well just look at l3 and the whole idea of droid sentience i, mean, I know we are gonna have to go back that we something. are gonna have to go back to yeah. the droid sentience one because i i did laugh in the movie when she yelled you are sentient i was like oh no it's we have to talk about it all over again it's like, man we just did that episode funny enough that's like our most popular episode really Yes. Well, thank you to everyone. I'm not sure why. <laughs> it it's just... a great topic. Next time we'll talk about our, our um, I don't know, what else could be sentient? What else could be sentient? Those weird shrubs, our creature of the week last um, week. Can you know trees what our... be sentient? Random thing. So it's it's our, it's as as we're just talking about our year and we haven't gotten to the topic yet, but we'll, let's talk about this year more because I'm having fun with this. Our top five episodes, <clears throat> excuse me, our top five episodes for the, for year one. Uh, what do you what do you think they are? Obviously, I told you droids was the most popular, but what do you think the other four are? Do you have any guesses? Top five episodes. Um, <clears throat> holiday special. Nope. Hmm. Here, I'll just no I'll idea. list them list off because yeah. So number two, right behind droids, like literally only three listens behind droids. Weirdest stuff, which is another <laughs> one that was just you and me. That was a that fun one, one is very popular. Um, and then another three listens behind that are Star Wars books and novels, fun facts and history, that where we also interviewed Corey Helton of Utini. That was a uh, really good interview. That was a great uh, episode. Mm-hmm. That one uh, is our third most popular. Fourth most popular, lightsabers and why they are so iconic. And then our fifth episode was Women in Star Wars with Amy, our 2018 revisit, where we interviewed Amy of 365 Star Wars Women. That was another. She's still really going good strong. I am like, my God, she's still going. Uh, I, I I check on it every so often, and like, she has not missed a day. And oh, I'm like, there's so much for her to, to write about too. That's the great part. I know, and 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 it's funny because I I'm like, surely we're running out, and she's not. Like, she's still got, st- she's still got subjects, and like, people from behind the scenes that she's like talked to. That's a great. If you haven't looked at 365 Star Wars Women, that's a great project for amy's doing over there i'll Um, post it again on our uh, facebook yeah um and then it goes down our obi-wan kenobi character study in the top 10 i was very surprised about that um so we might have to do more character studies whatever happened to our uncle owen and peru that should be number one you're all listening Um, to the wrong episodes people that one is not on here man um unfortunately uh, and our last Jedi spoilers is in the top ten, mm-hmm. um, and the uh, weirdly the solo trailer breakdown is in the top ten, also. But I mean, you can't like judge why it's sometimes it's SEO, sometimes it is the subject matter. I think, uh, but I, it's it's fun to look at these and see what kind of clicks with people and mm-hmm. and what uh, interests people, but you know. I, I have I have a lot of fun doing these and and we have some amazing topics lined up and I actually have a couple of interviews like like lined up quote unquote in the future that I need to like hammer down and be like we got to do this because some of them are very cool I don't want to spoil them though but um, 
Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. And, yeah. There's some cool ones coming up. So I'm, I'm very excited about the future of this show. We're not going anywhere. I have too much fun doing it. Um, and some actually some cool announcements this month uh, that if you enjoy our content, you will probably be into. So Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. I'm, I'm very happy about about all this. I'm having a good time. I hope everyone else is having a good time, too. Um, but now we got to get into the deep, heavy stuff now that we've had fun celebrating our year. Uh, fandom. <laughs> You're a bunch of jerks. What's going on? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's the deal? I... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It. I. You know... It's hard sometimes. I I, I I don't know if I mentioned this on the show, but I did delete Twitter off my phone recently, mm-hmm. um, just because of just and not it not because of Star Wars, but just in general. Like I feel like it it just caused me too much anxiety and anger and stuff. And but that means that I'm not like looking at as much at what people are saying about stuff. Um, so I, I haven't like, whenever you're like, oh, there's drama between these websites, which we probably won't name. Just yeah. Cause just, there's no need to add more fuel. To um, the I'm always like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I have well, no idea. Cause for me, cause for you, Twitter, you've used it a lot more. You follow a lot more people. Literally for me, I follow, I think 30 accounts and those are oh, yeah. specifically I'm gonna, toys. I'm going to check. I follow yeah. 574. Good things. Lord. Yeah. My yeah. Twitter. Let me, let me check. I don't follow that many people. I follow. 30 like I, I my main purpose for twitter was uh convention announcements like when you're at comic-con they post things on twitter when you're at WonderCon, right that kind of thing star wars celebration they did that or for uh in stock notifications for action figures some of the podcasts i listen to uh star wars action news great podcast for star wars collectibles i follow them there because they'll post hey this store's having a sale so i use it mainly for for information but lately i've been noticing that a lot of these informational uh websites and 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 twitter accounts they've been drawn into this crazy negativity that's going out throughout star wars and it's not just you know people talking about the storylines i mean it's gotten to the point to where informational websites about toys are being drawn into this and people are just acting honestly they're just acting really stupid like it's, it's sad to see fandom go this direction when it should be something that's open and free to everybody I feel like it is mostly a tiny minority. Oh, and and a lot is. of it, too, happens to be people that just are running these sites that are big. And, and I think stuff. that's what it is. It's once you have a site that has a lot of traffic, when they say one thing, everyone jumps on it, which is nice to see everyone jumping on it, you know, pushing it to go away. But then it also gives that negativity a louder voice because it starts to echo. People start retweeting the original thought. And it just kind of spreads like this wildfire, and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And slowly it'll die out. But that's not the type of negativity I even like to see. I mean, come on, we're talking about a website or a few websites that say, hey, the Gamorrean Guard Black Series figure is on sale. They, that is not a site that I would go to to try to get any other kind of news. But it's, you know, there's all this visceral and this negativity and this hate and all. It's just, it shouldn't be there. Right. And and I was I was um, talking about this with Nicole today because we we watched Solo and she didn't really care for it, and I was like, I was like, okay, why? 
and she was just saying she didn't really care about the characters. And I kind of understand that. Uh, and I was thinking about it, and we came to the conclusion, like, yeah, Star Wars is so big, like, there's so many things going on that you may like one thing and not really care about the other thing. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of fine, honestly. Like, I understand if people are watched solo and they're like, "That's that was whatever, you know? Because maybe the, the heist bounty hunter kind of thing just isn't really what they're into. Maybe they are way just more into Jedi stuff. And they're excited for episode nine, but they're just like, I don't care about this, you know? Or like- and that's fine. I, don't, I, I, my, I think where I draw the line is when people get, you know, toxic. Yeah, and I think there's there's been a lot more of that now that start. I think a lot of it started. Well, I, I was gonna say a lot of it started when Disney purchased Lucasfilm. But you look at the prequels. I mean, you you have that documentary. What is it? The People versus George Lucas. Yeah, I think that does a great job showing just how negative the fans got. And I'm, and I don't, and I, we could say this part on the podcast, but there's one person who says that George Lucas raped their childhood. Like, no, no, he didn't. I'm sorry, he made a few special edition changes. Your childhood is fine. There's no yeah. need to be acting like that. And you're seeing it again. They, like, you're seeing that pro- negativity. Yeah, I think the problem is that people act like when something new comes out, it ruins the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's like, no, those that thing you liked is still there. You're like, you can still go back to it. Yeah. It's not, you know. And, and, and funny enough, I feel like a lot of the people who are growing up that like the prequels are now sequel haters, which is a funny kind of ironic twist. But And I know that doesn't apply to everyone, but... No, like, but you're saying the age range in, in which yeah. a lot of the neg- negativity is it's coming from those of us who grew up with these movies being the first ones you saw in theaters. Yeah. And, and I even would say that it's okay to not like new canon. It's or, okay to not like any of it, like honestly. It. But but if you, but I feel like the difference is if you belittle someone else for saying that they just enjoy all of it, then it's then that's a different story. Or or one thing that's been really bugging me is the fact. Okay, Disney bought Lucasfilm. Yes, all you know, we got all these new movies and all that. But just because you don't like one movie, don't start bashing the president of Lucasfilm or Disney because they made something you don't like. Guess what? A lot right. of other people like it. Star Wars does not belong to one... It doesn't belong to a single person. It belongs to all of us. And as long as they're still making things that people are enjoying, which you don't have to enjoy it, there are those of us that will. Yeah. And Solo is a good example of that. Solo and The Last Jedi, I think, are the two biggest examples. The Last Jedi was one of the most polarizing movies I have ever seen. I, I honestly think people will look back on it more positively i think they will once the full story's out there once episodes nine is is done and that trilogy is done as a whole story i think people will be okay but again that was one of those movies where people were like screw disney this and this and that you ruined star wars and these same people went to see solo and were like you know what i really enjoyed solo disney's doing a good job yeah like well, you, i did see a youtuber who was ago. who was saying like it was like um it was one of those things where it's like life comes at you fast mm-hmm. and they had a video that was like last jedi review like rip star wars like that whole thing like it it's dead and then it was solo review the magic's back yeah you can't you can't be <laughs> like, like oh what? man Disney doesn't know what they're doing, and then six months later, Disney knows what they're doing. It's like, but it's like Disney's not the, aren't the ones making the Disney's movie. Disney's not the one that's making them, and the movies are different types of movies. It's not fair yeah. to compare The Last Jedi to Solo. Two different types of movies, 
Solo was very self-contained. The Last Jedi has implications that deal with everything else. Yeah, it's it's just I don't know. It's like comparing a soap opera to uh, Jerry Springer. Yeah, they're both on at the same time, but they're for two different audiences. Right. And I mean, I've I've had conversations with people that were deep into Legends who do not like new canon, and I, I one person in particular I talked to was like. I grew up reading all these books and all these comics and like being super engaged in all this stuff. And now it's just gone. I mean, I I argued with them saying like, it's not really gone. It's all there. Like if you want to read it, you know, it's just, they had to move in this new direction and they were, and, and I kind of understand like I, if, if I had been absorbed with something for 20 plus years and then they were like, Oh, that, that thing doesn't count. Yeah. I I mean, I probably would be upset. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, at the same time, I I, I understand. I can kind of understand their point, but I where I draw the line, and this person wasn't doing this, but where I draw the line is when people act like they are entitled to whatever that thing is, which I think we're seeing with a lot of people in the community right now who are like acting like because they've been around for so long, they their opinion is what matters. Mm-hmm. Like their opinion of what what Star Wars is and what it should be, uh, and how things should occur is what, you know what I mean? Like that that's the way it should be, and I don't I don't think that is what it is. Like I don't know. I I I, <coughs> I think that there there is a small very vocal portion of the Star Wars community that feels like they like felt like that it was this niche thing that was theirs when in reality star wars has never been niche it's always been mainstream since day one well and you and you look at when star wars came out originally people had to go and see it in theaters because vhs wasn't a thing it wasn't easily available when the special editions came out we all went to theaters to see them you talked amongst your friends when the prequels came out internet was you know slowly evolving becoming a thing Mm -hmm. now it's easy to find someone to talk to online about Star Wars, like Reddit, Twitter, Facebook, MySpace at the time. Like all these places exist now to where these large conversations can happen. And guess what? There's been Star Wars fans everywhere. This is just the first time we've been able to connect like this. And because of that, there's a lot of voices out there. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of people trying to be louder than everybody else because they but feel that they're entitled to their opinion. That and like... There's all these 10-year-old kids right now that are loving all of this. Yeah. They're not on Reddit. No. Like, no. they might be, but for the most part, they're they're just going to school and talking about it with their friends and just having a good time. Like, I, and I would say that's the majority of people. And that's how I was when the like, prequels came out, and that's how I was when the special editions came out. Like, yeah, I spoke to my friends and all that. Yeah. You and I and people listening to this show are the outlier. Like we are, the I, w- I would argue like the maybe the five to one percent of Star Wars fans. Everybody else just kind of goes to the movies, watches them, says that was fun, and leaves. Like yeah, there's a general audience, you know? and then there's the the hardcore fans. And I think what's kind of sad is that the hardcore fans have split up into the I you know you hate everything new, or you love everything. Which again, I'm not saying you have to love everything. You can have criticisms about Star Wars. That's it's it's healthy. You shouldn't just take everything for you know. Oh, this is amazing. No matter what it is, who's directing it or whatever, it's it's healthy to have varying opinions. But don't bash everything just because it's new and it threw away everything that you liked. 
all the Star Wars stories. The holiday special is still a thing. You can find it on YouTube. For as hard as Disney tried to hide that, all that stuff is still out there for you to enjoy. No one is saying you can't enjoy it. You don't like this storyline? Don't watch the movies. That's fine. I will say, I would not be opposed to Disney um, still fostering Legends continuity. Mm Mm-hmm. And not like in movies, but like if they still made books and comics that were clearly marked legends, kind of like Star Wars Tales, where they came out and they were not supposed to be taken sure. for face, you know, as canon. Yeah, but like I feel like there is a fan base that would eat that stuff up. Well, and they re- they re released a lot of the old books with the which the title I legends. gotta say has been very nice. Yeah, it's not because... like they deleted them; they're out there. Yeah. They've been re released. The DC comics have been re released. Like there's. I'm sorry, not DC Dark Horse. That stuff is all out there, still in yeah. circulation. I and that's uh, that's exciting to me because I didn't read a lot of that stuff, and I wanted to read a lot of it. Like Tag and Bink, mm-hmm. they re-released that recently, and I got super excited because I've always wanted to read it, and now I got to. Now I own it. Uh, did you get the collection from Marvel? Yeah, I got the Marvel like reprint that has the Legends band on it. Yeah, I love it because you open up um, the first page and it says, "We here at Dark Horse Comics." Yeah, and that's the first thing it says. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was funny. And then the Death Star had like the big dark horse. Yeah, on so, yeah. Nice. I thought that was all really funny. But um, and it, yeah, it has all the all the issues in it, which is nice. But yeah, it it is. There's so much negativity right now, and that's upsetting to me because I feel like the only people ruining Star Wars are people like that for me you know yeah and it's it's sad too because i think a lot of people assume that it's just a lot of people talking amongst themselves but it got to the point to where chuck wendig you know the writer of aftermath and he's written a lot of other star wars stuff he got brought into the whole drama because he, he he called out all the negativity in the fandom on twitter so you know that the creators of all this stuff they're seeing everything that people are posting so it's it's not just this you know this quiet little thing that's happening amongst the fans i'm sure Kathleen Kennedy has heard all this stuff. I'm sure, you know, the Bob Iger, CEO of Disney, has heard all this stuff. All this stuff is out there. It's not just talking between, you know, us on the podcast or on Reddit or on Twitter. Everyone's finding out about this. So it's, it's, you got to be respectful of the work that people put into all this new stuff that, again, we never thought we'd ever get. Like, they're working hard to create this new content. You don't have to like it, but at least respect what they're doing. Yeah, for sure. Um, Man, I was going to say something, and I kind of totally forgot, but, yeah. Star Wars. I, uh, they, yeah, and, and oh, I remember kind of now. There was a there was an argument about, there was a, a specific Star Wars YouTuber that I will not name who was saying that uh, Disney, it's always Disney's fault, mm-hmm. Disney needs to stop focusing on releasing content just in general around these things. I don't remember, they were like, People want more Jedi Sith lore, and um, and the the reaction to that from a lot of people was like, I mean, they shouldn't just make stuff because people are asking for it. Like I I don't want the things I want, <laughs> yeah. and that's weird to say, right? Well, I, and there's so many people asking yeah. for so many different things. They can't please everybody. Yeah, they're gonna make like, stories that they choose to make. I do want I do want older public content. Like I do. Yes, definitely. Deep deep down, I really want it. Vocally, I want it, but I think more than that, I want them to give me the thing I don't know that I want. When I think the closest and, thing that know, they've given us that I've wanted was Rogue One. 
and mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy for for what they gave us. Yeah, but it like it's which it's it's hard to say because it's like I don't I don't necessarily know what I want until I hear it. Yeah, you know, but I just want creators to come in with cool ideas that jive with what Star Wars is at a fundamental level and and then tell those stories that's really what i want it's space wizards and laser swords like it's that's what it is fun you know like i i and i always see that argument from people that and a lot of those people are like the anti-disney people who are like i want the r-rated star wars movie which you're never getting like that is like the antithesis of what this franchise is well and one thing that bugs me too is a lot of these not a lot a good number of these people especially people that i've seen on facebook who live locally around me they're bashing about how they hate disney's acquisition of star wars and this this and that and then the next day they'll post hey i'm at disneyland we have you know our annual passes can't wait for star wars land to open it's like <laughs> you you can't have it both ways you can't say that yeah. you hate disney's acquisition of star wars and then be all excited about going to star wars and all this stuff is happening because of that acquisition all these new stories are connecting to the stories that they're going to create in the land it's it's just right. it's silly to me it's you can't complain about it but still give disney you know 120 dollars a month to be able to go to a park right is that how much it is uh, for for the higher ones i think it goes more than that now it's disney passes are expensive and they just changed up all the uh, the new rates and the blackout dates for next year so if you're getting an annual pass next year definitely look that up because star wars land is going to affect the way you can visit the parks jeebus all right well I'll have to keep I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Um, what else do I want to say about this? I mean, I don't remember who said it. I, I've been doing a lot of research for a, uh, and I know it says like almost nothing to do with Star Wars, but I I have been doing a lot of research for a video about comic books and like why. I don't know if you've ever heard this quote, but like the comics are the modern mythology. Have mm-hmm. you ever heard that before? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was doing a lot of research as to like what does that mean? You know and writing a big video about how every generation comic books reflect sort of the values of our society and our world and how they change with the times and like reboot and all that. So, and I was re and, and I don't remember who the guy was, but he was writing Batman around the time they killed Jason Todd. Spoilers just happened in the eighties. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, he he tells this story about how he went into like a sandwich shop because i think dc was at in new york at the time and this guy was this guy was like what do you do and he's like oh i write i write batman and the guy responded by pointing at him and yelling to the entire shop hey this is the guy that killed robin or whatever <laughs> and and he said that was the moment i realized that i wasn't just writing stories that we are the caretakers of folklore. Mm-hmm. And I really like that quote because I feel like it applies to Star Wars really well. Like, I I only really want people that understand it at a fundamental level. And I know it sounds weird, like... And, and I don't mean, like, lore. I don't mean, like, they need to know everything from Wikipedia memorized. I I feel like there's a feeling and a way of thinking about it that the best writers right now of Star Wars really tackle, whether that's, like, Claudia Gray, Christy Golden, Ryan Johnson, like, all of the, all these people, I feel like, really fundamentally understand 
the DNA of this franchise. And they are able to twist the things that make it without breaking it and also tell us different stories that are like add on to the folklore like of what it what it is because that's at the end of the day that's what this franchise is it's a fairy tale in space yeah and like i i i don't want i don't want r-rated star horse if i if that's if that's what that means but yeah, I feel like a lot of people grew up and expected it to grow up with them and then were mad when they forgot that it was a thing for kids and young adults. Well, and one thing I don't understand, you know? too, what is it that makes it R-rated that they want? Do they want the gritty violence? Because you kind of already get that in the movies and in Clone Wars. Like, unless you want yeah, blood spurts and stuff, it's like, what, <laughs> what more do you expect? Yeah, this is planet-wide genocide. and. I mean, yeah, you have all... I mean, you don't see it explicitly, but I don't think sure. you necessarily need to see that. I mean, you saw Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker get his legs cut off in midair catch on fire you had jango fett's head get cut off his head fly out of his helmet before it reaches his son i mean there's stuff there's stuff i mean i I wouldn't be opposed to uh uh star wars like war movie i feel like yeah i feel like the scenes in solo where he's in the infantry were really cool and and that would be great but i don't think that giving us uh Saving Private Ryan's Star Wars version of that's going to add anything to the story. Yeah, it's going to add grittiness to it, but is it necessary? I mean, I think they'd have to really, really do it right, but they shouldn't do it just to do it. I think if they had a cool story to tell, they could. Yeah, they could do it. Uh, but I, I, again, like this whole notion that like the entire fandom wants this one thing, I think is silly. Yeah, because no. it's so it's so large that. And can I also say one yeah. more thing real quick about yeah. the whole people talking about how everybody wants this. Not everybody wants the Clone Wars to continue. There's, yeah, it there's, ended. It's done. You know when the Clone Wars ended? Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Like, there's a finite amount of stories you can tell. Yeah, they only had like two more seasons planned anyway. And those stories are getting told in the Yeah, books. the stories are being told in the books. And he got to a point, I think it was even in the unreleased episodes where they refer to the events that take place at the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. Like, it's you can only go so it's far, so people. funny. I have a friend who uh, saw... You know what? If you haven't seen Solo at this point, I, you probably don't care. All right? Uh, <laughs> Spoiler warning. I'm sorry. When Darth Maul appears in the, the end of Solo, I had a friend who was like, that's awesome. I, I hope they tell more <laughs> Darth Maul stories. And I went, yo, guy, there's like literally 10 years <laughs> let of me his, educate I like, you <laughs> i was like his entire life has already been told and i was like i was like there's these comic books uh i was like there's all these comic books there's the entirety of clone wars and rebels i was like get well, get going if you really are that interested in darth maul there's so much my favorite know? was right after that movie came out and all the the, the rumors about an obi-wan kenobi movie i don't remember if it was variety or hollywood reporter but one of those like the trade industry magazines uh, they're mm-hmm. talking about how, you know, the next story could be about Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Maul and the meeting and all this stuff and this whole thing. And, like, they touched base on that in Rebels. Like, we know what happened. That story has been resolved. You have not been paying attention. Or, again, you don't have to be watching everything, but if you're going to do a story, do a little research on the character. Don't just, yeah, you know, say things. Well, it, it's hard because those sites, um, having just come from something like that, those sites operate on like getting things up as quick as possible. Yeah. So research is not something that <laughs> is usually done. It's not their you know? uh, 
Yeah, it's not their forte. It's just not like it, it, and and it's because of that. It's like it's a competitive market. Like if you don't get it up, somebody else is going to get it up. They're not going to do the research either. Like it, it's just the way it is, you know. And it's unfortunate, but it is what it is at the same time. Um, you know, I closing off this segment, I just, I don't know, be good to each other. Be good. If you need some, some you know, you need to see some positive stuff on, on Twitter. Again, I don't go on Twitter that often, but when I do, it's random. Um, look up the hashtag force out hate. It's, it's been trending amongst the different Star Wars uh, sites and Twitter feeds. It's, it's just a, a response to all this negativity out there. And it's really nice seeing people talk about what it is from Star Wars that they, you know, what they're a fan of, what joy it brings them. I mean, it's just little things here and there, but it's nice to see with all the negativity that's out there, there's positivity in the fandom still. Like, just because you hear one or two people with a mega horn doesn't mean that everybody else agrees with them. Thank you for telling me about this, because now I follow 575 accounts. Oh, no. <laughs> This is a cool, this is a cool, I like this idea. It is, and I, I believe that the, the hashtag stemmed from some of the infighting between the, uh, the Star Wars tr- uh, action figure websites. It was just, yeah. they got tired of the negativity and they wanted to put a spin on it. So, and again, uh, Star Wars is for, is for everybody. I don't think it matters what your political beliefs are, your religious beliefs. Just be good to one another. Let people enjoy Star Wars. You know, just, just be good fans. Yeah. Be nice. Be nice. Play nice. Don't, yeah. We can all, you know, enjoy different aspects of it. Like, I am very much into... I I don't actually know if there's literally anyone else. There's probably somebody out there. It's like, <laughs> I was going to say, that I'm, I don't know if there's literally anyone else who's that as interested in the mythological connections as I am. I mean, I, there probably is. I'm sure there is. But I just don't see it, right? yeah uh and and that's and that's fine i'm i'm just not you know i'm into different things you build armor your way into stormtroopers and all that stuff i just i just love all the story i'm not as much into that but that's like i i I appreciate i actually really enjoy i don't i'm someone who enjoys hearing what people like Mm -hmm. about uh you know as opposed to hearing what people hate well and it's it's different for everybody too you don't all have to like the same thing yeah I but think, I just like hearing people get passionate about the things they like. Yeah. So when you tell me about all the like weird 501st rules and like what a <laughs> what a squibubly is, I don't know. They, yeah, you squib- tell me these the weird terms. is usually the hardest yeah. part to find. You're but. like, oh, it's the th- it's the like pieces of these like specific model kits that they put. I'm like, dude, this is all super fascinating. <laughs> like I I'm super into all that. Like, and it, it's there's just there's so much out there. There's costuming. There's art. There's the mythology, there's books, there's trading cards, there's models. I mean, there's just, there's something for everybody. So enjoy it. Just for enjoy sure. it. Just Be breathe. Nice. Yeah. I just want to let everyone know this is a, this is a safe place. Except for Great <laughs> Jedi. I'm sorry. That's not a thing. You can, oh my God. You can I, like I, Great Jedi. I, I have I don't to, care. at this point, I feel like I have <laughs> to find someone who, who's into gray Jedi just so I can get them on the show and they can explain like why, you know, which honestly, I, just I, know. I would, I would like that too, because a lot of my friends and I, we joke about gray Jedi and all this. And again, it's something I don't like. It was a part of the expanded universe, but just because I don't like it, uh, doesn't mean that you can't enjoy it. You can't play around with it. 
there's some awesome great Jedi concept art. There's some really cool characters out there. Just again, have fun with it. We don't all have yeah. to agree, but and I, again, I talk a lot negativity about great Jedi, but I say jokingly, I'm not gonna like go call your mom or whatever, whatever on on Facebook because you don't agree with me. We just right. don't agree. Just but enjoy enjoy the, your great Jedi. It's one of the things about um legends that while I I have been started to kind of dip my toe in it and see why people like a lot of it because it's really like there's some cool stuff in there Mm -hmm. at the same time like hearing that lucas was like oh yeah that wasn't my world like he just kind of let that run rampant you know like people just did stuff in there and they had all these like levels of canon to like let things override things and stuff like i don't know i like the new system where there's this council of people that truly understand the DNA of this franchise and like what, what makes it what it is. And they help shepherd people into creating stories for it. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I know people aren't going to like that because they feel like they don't have the freedom to express things. But I, I would argue that like all the writers currently who are doing stuff have said that they feel like they have a lot of freedom and they, the only things they get, you know, told to change are when it's like oh this ship wouldn't have been here at the time so you can like make up a different ship and we'll just add it you know and there's nothing stopping you from creating fan fiction or creating uh, fan movies not too like there's uh, fan fiction people have written their own storylines i've seen action figure fan fiction comic stories out there there are some amazing uh, you know fan made movies there's one where it's darth maul versus a bunch of jedi in the woods that one's really cool uh there's there's all this stuff you can create your own content just just have fun with it. there's darth vader versus batman out there <laughs> yeah like i mean i i actually really at celebration some of my favorite things were the costume mashups yeah the, and they're so much fun because they're unique and they're their own thing and it's kind yeah. of creating its own side expanded universe apart from everything that we know so yeah. just just have fun with it and enjoy it and let other people enjoy it too yeah. I think that's the, our our biggest thing it, we want to put out there. You can express your fandom in ways that don't stomp on someone else's. Yes. I think that's the ultimate thing we've come to at the end of this discussion. Um, and we'll have to ask Becky when we do the next show, like her just overall thoughts of fandom and stuff. I, I Originally, we were supposed to do an episode about uh, debating whether we think Star Wars is more science fiction or fantasy. And... We were going to do that, but Becky unfortunately had some scheduling issues and couldn't make it. And I really want her to be on that episode because I, I think she has a very different perspective than I do. I don't know where you land, Alex. We should probably save that for the show. I'll save but, it for the show. But uh, but yeah. I, we have a very different perspective on that, and I'm I'm very interested in what she has to say. So, uh, and I think that'll be a fun discussion because we're all nice people and we like to just hear what everyone else has to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be ne- that'll be two weeks from now. Um, what day will that be on the 18th is when that goes up but uh i hope you all enjoyed this topic we're gonna go on to some news now because we actually have a couple news stories we got a creature of the week coming up we got all kinds of stuff so let's get into the news yeah. i have good news for you my lord all right so our first news story, episode nine gets a new working title. So this isn't the actual title, obviously. 
uh, it was previously called Black Diamond, which d I don't remember if that had any significance. Do you do you know? Mm, I don't know. Like I know that it. Um, I don't know. I I feel like maybe it had some significance in Legends, but maybe not anymore because of the uh, leaving of Colin Trevorrow and all that. Um, which I don't know if do we have that on here? His whole Yeah, he we do. Okay, I'll his, talk about his that interview. later then. Yeah. Yeah. Um so now I guess the new working title is Trixie, with the I and the X in the middle being like, you know, the Roman numerals for nine. Um not sure what any of that means, but you know, it probably means literally nothing. I mean they, they <laughs> because had, what was a space panda? Or Space Bear for Last Jedi. Space Bear for yeah. Last Jedi, which meant absolutely nothing. And then Red Cup for Solo, which was just a tongue-in-cheek, you know, nod to to uh, Dixie. the fact that, the, yeah, the Dixie Solo Cups. Um, and then there's the rumored Kenobi movie, which is Joshua Tree, which I who knows if that's even real. Until they announce it, it's not a thing. Yeah, I agree. I, I have to keep reminding people because they're always like, did you hear about the Boba Fett? I'm like, no. Yeah, I heard about that five years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I, That's what I said. I was like, I've heard about a Boba Fett movie every year. Mm -hmm. Like, for since Disney bought, you know, uh, the franchise. I'm like, I'll believe it when they when it shows up on StarWars.com. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, other than that, I don't believe it, you know. Um, so that's cool, I guess. I, I um... I think we privately all talked about what we kind of want from episode nine, not in terms of plot, but in terms of like a feeling. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you actually said, what are you, what are you hoping like the tone of it is? Um, not super serious. I, I like the tone of return of the Jedi where you had its comical moments, but right. there was a very uh, serious undertone. Like, yeah, there's Ewoks and it's cute and fuzzy, but there's a big story that's coming to a conclusion here. And I hope mm -hmm. that they, I hope that this trilogy is concluded in a way to where you feel like, okay, you can leave the theater and your, this story has been told. Right. I feel like every trilogy has that. The first, the, the prequels have that, okay, Vader has become Vader. This story has been told. You have the originals. That story has been told. I hope that this one does the same thing too. I hope that they don't leave it super open-ended or like a random, like there's, sometimes they leave big questions at the end. I, I don't want them to do that. I want this to be able to stand alone. And if they continue making stories after, uh, use the same characters. But, you know, the whole First Order, all this stuff, this New new Republic and all that, I want that to be settled and it's its own thing now. Yeah. Move it, like, forward. Cause Move they, it forward. Yeah. Don't keep Those do back. feel like remnants of what we had before and, and, like, they're almost being snuffed out in Last Jedi, kind of. And I and I like when Luke says the resistance is reborn today because mm -hmm. now it feels like it's gonna well, going in nine. It'll be a new thing. It'll be like its own kind of thing. Same with the first order. Like if they go away, you know, after episode nine, we'll see what happens. You know, if they take control of the galaxy, then all right. I mean, yeah, that would be kind of a crazy thing to happen. But who knows? They could mess with their heads and make the bad guys win. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I uh, I am looking forward to post episode nine. I am too. I'm looking like, forward to the first trailer. I think yeah. that first trailer is going to tell us a lot. I think my main thing, I, the main thing I want from episode nine, I feel like it's going to be safe in the way that 
uh, seven was safe, but I feel like it's going to be um, I, I the undertone that I want now that Carrie is unfortunately gone. Mark is gone, uh, but he might you know he might come back as a ghost on, on you know honestly. So uh, Han's gone. Mm -hmm. Like pretty much the the crew other than Chewbacca is gone. Like I would like because we're going you know. 40 50 years on now on this franchise i would like the prevailing kind of theme of the movie to be about what is it like you know what does it mean to be a star wars movie mm -hmm. post last jedi well, or what is it now in the, the modern age what is it now that the skywalker saga is done yeah what is it now that that the the cycle that began in episode one mm-hmm it's completed. Uh, did not repeat and ended and and what does it mean that all the originals are gone? How do we carry on? Right? How does how does the franchise itself carry on when the like actual faces of it are no longer a part of it, you know? Like what what Anakin did in episode 1 and 2 how since he is a chosen one, Josh. Like his I'm actions, not arguing with you. His I actions just... could have, you know, it yeah, <laughs> the balance of the force may have taken 60 70 years, but well Will the galaxy be in balance? If yes, that's great. If not, bring us new players and a new story. Yeah, and I think they will. I, I think mean, so I think too. like yeah. I think Ray and Finn and all them will show up fifteen, twenty years later in some movie, you know. But I I don't think they'll be the core focus post mm. nine, which I I don't know that I would want them to be. I feel like there's lots of stories that could be. That well, could that, be great. That's that story will have been told. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. But yeah, the prevailing theme I would like them to tackle is like how do we go on like with everyone gone and mm -hmm. what do we ch what do we like change into now that um we've kind of shed this skin after 40 years in a weird way, you know? Like, how do we still remain who we are, but shed, but shed that skin? I feel mm -hmm. like that is very compelling, and I feel I, like they're probably thinking about something like that. It'll be interesting to see. Well, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out in about a year because whatever about a it year, is, we should have a trailer. Um, yeah, whatever it is, I'm in. Um, Black Spire Outpost reveals for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, I don't know what that is. <laughs> so Star. <laughs> Walt Disney World just had their uh, Star Wars event. Um, what was it? It was on uh, Sunday, May 27th. And they talked a little bit about Batuu, which is what Galaxy's Edge will be. Mm -hmm. I'll just read what it... Let me see if I can find it specifically. There was, there was some interesting news. the news. second paragraph. Let me see. Yeah, it on says, StarWars.com. Uh, the yeah. largest settlement on the planet Batuu, Black Spire Outpost, is an infamous stop for traders, adventurers, and smugglers traveling around the outer rim in wild space off the beaten path this outpost has become a haven for the galaxy's most colorful and notorious characters widely known for the petrified remains of its once tower towering ancient trees the spires now stand guard across the river valleys and plains and have long captured the imagination of travelers to this planet to the first settlers these petrified spires became more than just landmarks they became the heart of the outpost itself and I believe, but and too, a way to block you from seeing anything <laughs> else in the region. Do not look beyond the berm. I uh, mean, everything. I mean, obviously, everything in Disneyland has 
a way to like block you from seeing the outside world Mm -hmm. mostly right to kind of keep up the illusion it's funny because you look at uh rivers of america when you're on the uh steamboat i was about to say the steamboat willie the uh the mark twain and you're making the curve around the back and you see frontierland and they did this beautiful uh homage to the uh, original uh, train ride and they they made a beautiful uh, bridge and all this stuff and the rock work from this new expansion of star wars looks very similar to the rock work that we have in the front to the foreground so it's going to blend really well in certain areas which is going to be really nice especially if you're in frontier land so if you're looking at the land uh from within frontier land the the rock work should be a like a nice addition it seems like the world continues beyond you know a certain wall but if you look at it from different angles it's funny because you'll see like the the star wars architecture and the antennas and all that so i think they're doing a good job with with trying to block sight lines and if you want a really good view of all the construction, if you're at Disneyland, go to the Mickey and Friends parking structure, go to the top floor, and just take a look at the balcony because you can see everything. It, nice. It's really, really cool. We go yeah. once in a while, and it's just nice seeing you know, the change from when it was just all dirt to now you have these massive show buildings and these giant you know, pieces of iron and rebar and everything. It's, it's, it's cool. We have one more year. One more year. Yeah, and then we're gonna have to figure out. I was just talking with a bunch of coworkers. Were like, "Do we? Do you go like around when it opens? Like, what are they gonna do? Like, I would pay more money just to have exclusive access for a little while." Well, they're testing that out with pick with a uh, Pixar Pier over in California Adventure. Oh, you pay more you to pay, be able to go in. Well, you pay three hundred dollars, and you get to experience it all the day before it opens to the general public. Mm. I would do that definitely for for this. I expansion. would. I definitely would. For I for giving me like give me eight hours in this land, just you know, uh, less people. I totally. Yeah. Yeah, because other otherwise, it's like I feel like I gotta wait like months. Yeah, for... and you know the queues are gonna be crazy. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, Cars Land even months later for us, like just to get on the Lightning McQueen ride was like three hours. Yeah, we went to California Adventure the weekend that it opened just to kind of walk around, and the lines were ridiculous for that. Uh, the the Cars ride it was the entire queue, it went down all the way down to the entrance of Cars Land, almost towards the entrance of the park, like. I think the, it was clocking in at a four to five hour wait for for a ride. Like that's just, that's your day. That's, yeah. That's more than what I want to wait. I'll pay the money. Yeah. I uh, I am very excited. I just am like, boy, like I, <laughs> I, I like I'm I don't know when I'm gonna get to see it. You know. We'll sneak. But in. I do hope I, I do hope I see it at some point. Um. Colin Trevorrow talks his Star Wars Episode Nine exit. So, for those of you who are not aware, Colin Trevorrow, who does all the Jurassic World movies, um, he was supposed to do Episode Nine, and then after Carrie Fisher's passing, there was some disagreement on how to continue creatively, and I guess he left. And now J.J. Abrams is uh, finishing off the trilogy. Um, he had a quote. Uh, I don't remember who asked him. Uh, he was talking to Empire. And uh, he said, I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to affect the way that the fans get to see the films. When we were kids, these movies came to us from far away. They were a gift. And the more 
the more we talk about how they're made, the more it reveals that they're just movies. But they're not just movies. They're more than that. Beyond that, I got the opportunity to tell a story that is a celebration of everything I believe in. I got to tell it to George Lucas, and I got to tell it to Luke Skywalker. And those expecta- and those experiences I will cherish for the rest of my life. So he may have just kind of spoiled that, that uh, Luke's coming back as a Force ghost. Or at least he was. At least in his version. In his version of Episode Nine, he was. Um it sounds like he understands, but um, again, I, 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 I think it probably was all down to Carrie, mm-hmm. like passing away. Unfortunately, I think that's partially the reason that we're not getting whatever his version of Star Wars was going to be. But I, I think uh, I think JJ will do just fine. I I really love Force Awakens, so you know. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. We'll be good. We'll be good. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Where did I just... I just clicked it. There it is. Star Wars Women of the Galaxy celebrates the saga's dynamic female characters. Uh, this is a book written by Amy Ratcliffe of Lattes with Leia, which is a great show, by the way. If you haven't... If you, uh, you're looking for Star Wars podcasts to listen to. Um... This is crazy because Amy, for some reason, never stops working, apparently. <laughs> I follow her on Twitter, and it always seems like she's doing something. She hosted, like, a bunch of panels at Celebration last year. Um, and she also writes for StarWars.com, and she does multiple podcasts, and I think also writes for Nerdist. Yeah, she's always busy. Does she I'm ever like, go home? when did you write this book, Amy? Like... <laughs> Where 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 are you getting all this time? While she sleeps. I have some. <laughs> she probably never sleeps is probably it. But um, I'm trying to find like a quote. Here we go. Chronicle Books has put together an all-star uh, lineup of amazingly talented and diverse artists to bring some of the most important, iconic, and at times lesser-known characters from the entire Star Wars saga to life as we've never seen them before. Everyone involved from Chronicle to Lucasfilm is extremely proud of this title and it's... Ex- and it's extremely talented creative team. Amy Radcliffe's insightful commentary combined with the beautiful, haunting, truly awe-inspiring art makes Women of the Galaxy a must-have for fans of the saga and for art collectors everywhere. So it's like a breakdown of a bunch of 75 different female characters of Star Wars along with a bunch of art from a, a bunch of different artists. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this book. The, the cover art is beautiful. Yeah, um, and I think incredible artwork from 18 talented female and non-binary artists, which that's pretty cool also. Uh, this book actually does look cool, even though it's my competitor publishing it. I'm probably going to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing against that. That's fine. Um, yeah, this book looks pretty sweet. Um, and... Uh, I, I don't think it says when it's coming out. I, I assume it's later in the year, though. I'm not too sure. We'll find yeah. out. We'll find out. <clears throat> yeah, but very cool. Amy, for God's sakes, have a drink. Like, take a break. All right? <laughs> you work so hard. Um, Next news story. Star Wars Beckett, number one, comic book. So, uh, continuing the... Uh, what's it called the one shot, the yearly like one shots that they do for the Star Wars comic books, just like the uh, 
the uh, C3PO one where you found out how he got his arm, and the K2SO one, both of which I don't own, actually. I need to get. The C3PO one I've read, but I don't own it either. That's the fun little... It kind of reminds me of the droids comic from the 90s. Yeah. Um, so we have a breakdown of what this is. It's coming out in August, and it's written by Gary uh, Gary Duggan, Will Slinney, and Edgar Salazar, and then Mark Leming is doing the art. Um, it says, Tobias Beckett uh, taught Han Solo everything he knows about surviving hoodlum-filled cantinas and backwater worlds. But who is, the, who is this career outlaw, and why is Enfy's Nest one of the galaxy's most dangerous and brutal mar- uh, marauders, so dead set on taking him down once for all. Find out in this original tale of a man who has gamed st- who has gamed star system after star system, but at a cost that no heist can make up for. Um, cool. <laughs> it sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, the one-shots are usually pretty fun. I, I The only one that I have is, I think, one of the first ones they did, and it was the one where... Um, the uh that that guy tried to assassinate the emperor oh yeah and ended up killing his doppelganger uh-huh. instead uh yeah that was um that's the only one i have and that one's pretty cool uh and yeah there's gonna be a lot of good books coming out starwars.com has a great list of all the titles related to the solo movie uh, some things are random cookbooks idw has a few comic books coming out Take a look at their list on StarWars.com. For sure. Um, and yeah, I, I do want to get more of those Star Wars adventures because those are fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoy, I really enjoyed the one that I read, which means I cannot order that. You know what I'll do probably? I'll probably order, I can probably order a lot of those one-shots and that specific issue I want and just get it all sent to me. There you go. Probably be good. All right, I'll do that then. All right. Tops to re reintroduce i almost said reinstitute <laughs> reintroduce star wars galaxy cards um featuring brand new artwork along with art from the lucasfilm vault and autograph signers from across the star wars saga two hits per master box with one autograph guaranteed base cards includes include blue parallel green parallel which is one in four odds purple parallel sequentially with uh numbered to 99 and orange parallel sequentially numbered to 25 um what does that all mean (laughs) it's trading cards Uh, i can explain a little bit on this yeah so star wars galaxy has been a series of trading cards that have come out i want to say the first series 1992 or 1993 it it was a collection of just star wars art so art from the packages paintings uh just you know movie posters and all it is it's just trading cards of star wars art which is great because there's so much art out there and they walls. are actually sorry to interrupt mm-hmm. they are actually putting in the Ahsoka, journey of ahsoka cards yeah. first time physically so that's cool. there's going to be a lot of really cool things and it's what's great is that because you only have so much room for art on your walls these trading cards give you a chance to have a little what is it two and a half by three inch portrait you know of all these right. different pieces of art um i think they took a break about three or four years ago from the series once the new movie started coming out they went to their vintage style uh, the uh, like the card stock and there's a lot of just straight movie scenes so uh, a lot of collectors including myself have been looking forward to galaxy coming back so i think this is going to be series i want to say series nine so there's a lot of them out there it's a great set to collect 150 base cards 
this is definitely a set if you like trading cards to buy the hobby box don't just buy the normal packs because each one is guaranteed a, each box is guaranteed a signature and one other hit which could be a printing card it could be a sketch cover or a sketch card it could be a signature there's there's so many cool things out there so if you yeah. like trading cards you like star wars art definitely get this because when you go to conventions and you want to get that one thing signed by the artist that you rarely see the trading card is an easy thing to whip out have them sign and pops right back into your collection how uh how much is a box a box you're looking about 85 to 90 dollars but you're looking well, that's at not that bad. it really isn't you're looking at about 24 packs per box you're pretty much guaranteed to get a full base set from that yeah um, and again you get a, a signature card you could get the really rare tri-signatures for a while they were doing harrison ford mark hamill and carrie fisher like that was the the holy grail of signature cards out there um, I, uh, I mean, there's some really cool stuff with these. If even I if might. you want to just start, I might have to. I might have to buy a box. Uh, I'm already planning on buying two. <laughs> when I saw this, I, I told I told my wife. I well, like, hey, if I'm, you uh, if you buy a box, then we can trade the ones we don't have. Well, if you buy a box and I buy two boxes, then we'll really be good because I want to try to get some more signature <laughs> cards because I have a few. Yeah. But again, it's cool. It's great. You like Star Wars yeah. art? Get these November so 2018. The, yeah. And, uh, of course, Jedi News says, of allowable, uh, <laughs> that's what it says, to order online the 27th of June, and then they'll be available in stores in November. I assume they'll, they will send them to you in November. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I might have to get one of these. Yeah, they're I, beautiful. I, uh, that sounds cool, actually. Puzzle cards. Uh, I'm into that. Everything. Oh, there's so much cool stuff yeah. in these. Yeah. I collect... Um, uh funny enough they don't print them anymore but like nintendo made these e-reader cards back in the day where like you had a you had a thing you put on your game boy advance and you would like slide these trading cards in them that. and they would put like games yeah, yeah. so i collect those and <laughs> and i weirdly have wanted like some star wars stuff too so this might be a good uh it's a good introductory thing set. good little set you know i would like to have the ahsoka ones especially so yeah those would be cool yeah i might have to do this <laughs> Sounds cool. Uh, the Rolling Stones top fifty thing we're not doing, right? We will do that next week. It just start. Okay. Just I'll put this out there if you're listening right now. Start thinking about who your top ten Star Wars characters. Rolling My Stone top ten. Rolling Stone magazine. I, I think it might just be an online article when Solo um, came out. Created their list of top fifty Star Wars characters from the movies. They're not counting the comic books, well, the cartoons. So just start thinking about that because their list I know is three right off the bat. Keep, but I start writing these down. Think, I'm gonna keep them to myself, yeah. yeah. But their list is unique. Uh, I'll just say unique. that. Unique. Okay. That's a nice way to say it. It's unique. Alright. <laughs> well I think it's time for Creature of the Week. Uchaba. They wanna wonder. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> All right, our creature of the week is the Juba bird. Uh, Juba birds were a species of bird that was found on the planet Dagobah. They had purple and brown colored skin with a yellow beak, two wings, a lengthy tail, and a pair of spindly legs. Known for their soothing songs, they lived up in the planet's swamplands where they used mud scooped from dragon snake bog to make heavy nests that weighed down tr the trees they were built in. Um, and in legends, they were apparently force sensitive. Which kind of makes sense because I was actually just rewatching that uh, one of the last episodes of Clone Wars, the one where uh, Yoda goes to Dagobah mm -hmm. to talk to um, Qui Gon, and he talks about how Dagobah is one of the most pure 
force planets like in the galaxy or whatever so i thought that was interesting so yeah the juba bird where did these dudes show up so journey through space what is that 2015 oh it was a young readers book yeah our young young uh, readers book and then star wars complete locations and the star wars galactic atlas um cool they look uh kind of doof doofusy yeah they have little red plumes of hair they're um they're unique looking they were also in star wars the card game which was a good card game Hmm. although was this the is it the new one or the old one i have the new one it's very good um, but they don't really support it anymore. They do. They're doing Destinies now, which I'm just kind of whatever on. Unfortunately, <laughs> I, I own it. I haven't played it yet, but I, I don't know. First world nerd problem. Yeah, I dude. I uh, I was at a shop recently, a uh, board game shop, and they had a life size chopper. By the way, I was Ooh. very excited about that. Um, there, <laughs> they had that uh, that um. It's, it's it's not Legion. They had Star Wars Legion, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. It's the uh, um something of the Empire. Uh, oh my God, Shadows of the Empire. Me. No, <laughs> Star Wars board games. I I cannot remember for the life of me. But I saw it, and not only that, I was like, man, I really want this, but. I have another like it's a hundred dollars. I was like, I have another hundred dollar board game I need to get through. It's one that you play like multiple times, mm-hmm. like and it goes on and on. Uh, I was like, I have another one I want to get through before I even buy this. And then I look to the right, and they have expansions like that are characters and stuff that you can buy to add on to the characters they give you. Imperial Assault. That's what I'm thinking of. It just came to me, um, and uh, <clears throat> I looked, and I was like, oh my god, they have a Hera chopper double pack here like miniatures and i was like oh my god i have to get this game and then i looked right below that and they had adult rebels ahsoka and i was like now i have to get this game so like, did you get this the is incredible game? no i didn't <laughs> I, I i told you i gotta get i gotta, gotta get, get through the, gloom yeah i gotta get through gloomhaven then i will invest in star wars imperial assault um because that'll be fun like i i uh i want to get legion but i'm like I don't want to go to this store to play this, you know? It's one of those games, well, you, you know? You'd rather have a, a group of friends that you know to play. Yeah, like, Imperial random. Assault is very much sit down with your friends and, like, blast stormtroopers and have a good time. That kind of thing. It does sound like a good time. Yeah. And it, they have an app, apparently, for, like, the iPad where it will run the stormtroopers, like, all the enemies for you. What? So then you all just play together and just blast stormtroopers have a good time. So I was like, I'm very much into this, so... I know that's super random, like aside, but it's Star Wars. We can talk about it. Yeah, but um, I think that's gonna do it for this episode. We actually, oh no, we're about we're about where we usually end. We're about right, yeah. Yeah, I felt like we were going long, but no, we, apparently not. We got it good. Um, yeah. real quick, just remember everybody, Star Wars Celebration tickets go on sale this week. That's right. I was gonna mention that they go on yeah, sale. Right. So you're looking at 215 for an advanced ticket for adult five day. If you wanna, you know, get a little fancy, the Jedi Master VIP is 850. Those sell out right away. They're worth it if you can get it. But good luck. I'm not. I'm not going that crazy. <laughs> but I am gonna get tickets. Go for so. it. So remember, I think yeah. it's a uh, Tuesday, June 5th. Yes. So 
wait, yeah. By the time you're listening to this, I mean, if you're listening to it on Monday, it'll be tomorrow. But if you're listening to it any other day, you, you better go get them. Or if you're listening, I to don't it think later they, on. they never sell out, right? Because they're talking about tickets at the door. They they typically sell out there at the convention. Yeah. Um, Star Wars. When we went last year, Friday, I think Thursday and Friday. No, sorry, Friday Saturday sold out first. Thursday was still available, and then they they pretty much sell out the day before the day. So Wednesday they sold out for Thursday, Saturday they sold out for Sunday. Uh, I've never seen them sell tickets at the door. It was always online, but this year you're looking at five days versus four days, and they're also mentioning at the door. So it could be different. Mm-hmm. We'll 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 see. Yeah, I'm gonna get my. Uh, I I'm all prepped and ready, getting uh, tickets on Tuesday when they go live. I think they go live at nine a.m. or something. Yeah. Or noon. I think they go live at noon. Pretty sure. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check. They have an interesting. They have a uh, Thursday Bounty Hunter preview ticket. What? That's weird. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a Friday. It's a Thursday through Monday convention. Yeah, it's five days. That's, this but year. it's a Monday. That's so weird. Yeah. Um, Tickets go on sale noon Central Central time. Yeah. So ten a uh, ten a.m. my time. Keep in mind okay. there is no uh, stage programming on Thursday. No stage programming. So it's just so it's the show just floor. the show floor. Okay, that's kind of nice though. It is. You can get all your shopping done. You can you can kind of walk around and get the lay of the land, yeah. and then you don't feel as bad when you're at a you're at a thing. Yeah. Art shop location fan podcast stage application now live we better get the get on this everybody if you want to you know have a podcast there if you want to get a table anything all those applications if you want to submit for a panel all those applications are open we have to bring all the necessary equipment which we can do so we'll bring the gray jedi costume um we'll bring it so our 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 part our, our podcast will we'll we'll represent we'll see i'm i'm we're trying to get a uh panel at star celebration we'll see if we can fingers um, crossed fingers crossed um that's gonna do it for this show uh remember if you'd like to follow me personally on twitter you can do so at the jawa josh i don't post as much because i deleted it off my phone but i still <laughs> go on and again like if you message me i will get to you i promise i just check like twice a day now so it'll be in one of those times you can follow me on Instagram, dapper underscore fet, facebook.com slash long time ago radio. Like us, uh, we'll be posting things based off of this podcast uh, in the next few days. Um, also, Becky's here, so I gotta do. You can find her at Rebecca June Lane on Twitter. And then if you'd like to follow the show proper, it's at LTA underscore radio. Remember to like and uh, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher tune in uh we're on google play now yeah which is cool yeah um what was the other thing that i was going to mention oh yeah if you could leave us a review on google or on itunes it helps a lot and uh helps helps the show grow and of course if you'd like to contribute any money to our cause and help us buy new equipment and pay for cool stuff you can do so at uh patreon.com slash long time ago radio and You'll get all kinds of cool rewards based on how much you give. Giving a dollar a month will give you access to our extended content uh, RSS feed, which has stuff that you won't get on this feed next. Currently, it has one watch-along, 
um, which was the entirety of season one of Forces of Destiny. And I, we're going to do another watch along this month. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we have decided what it is. We're doing the Clone Wars movie. I believe, right? yes. Yeah. Um, we don't know when that's going to be up, but it will be up in the month of June. So um, look for that. We'll we'll announce that on our on our uh, on our Patreon, and we'll announce that on the website and the Twitter and all that good stuff. So and our patches and decals are in stock. So as yes. soon as you give us a little bit of money, I will mail that stuff out to you right away. And remember, I still have solo poster to give away, and I have some other goodies that I'll be tossing in with these Patreon uh, gifts. Nice. I need to look up those deets. But yes, we uh, if you give $10 or more, you're getting physical swag. Um, so, And we'll have to do that. I feel like well, we'll talk about this after. But yeah, that's going to do it for us. Remember, be kind to each other. Star Wars is awesome. I love you guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See ya.